Hey, welcome everyone to the the Bomber Strike Back podcast. Uh, I, I appreciate you listening to us here. We're going to talk some yeah, some MLB, and I'm going to bring in my partners, my co-host tonight. That's going to join me on this journey. Let's say hello, everyone, none and only. Let's say hello to Heel. Heel, what's going on, my friend? How are you? Uh, I'm doing really good. Just you know, trying to keep up with the news like uh, everyone else. Awesome, awesome. Let me bring the third man in the party. To my main man from A to Z Media, Z, what's going on, my friend? Hey, uh, Bronx Jedi. Hey, Heel. Hey, everybody that's going to be watching to the chat, to the fans, the subscribers. Everybody make sure to like and subscribe and tap the bell so you don't miss anything from Kev. I'm doing great, and I hope everybody else is doing well and everybody's families are great. Let's get it. All right. Awesome, awesome, awesome. First of all, the, the, M- the MLB season has concluded. We're going to salute the world champions, Atlanta Braves, who came out of nowhere, to be honest with you, to win that World Series. Um, and, hey, you guys earned it. You guys had a hard-fought battle. Um, you know, I'm sorry for Heal that is Houston, Texas came up short. They also had a good season. Um, Dusty Baker, you know, um, you know, and, and that team, like it or not like it, but my respect to Dusty Baker to bringing those troops there to the World Series and getting them as far as they got there, um, phenomenal phenomenal season nothing nothing to sneeze nothing to hold your head head down you did well Houston Astros and congratulations to the Atlanta Braves so let's get to business you know there's a lot of news and notes um you know me we call and and when in the Bronx Bombers uh and when I do the watch along the New York Yankees we got Gil Rosenthal who we who who's our insider here so Gil where would you like to go um start there there's a list of free agency going on um the MLB season where would you like to start my friend um, I guess we can start talking about the Noah Syndergaard signing, what it means to the Angels, if you want. Oh, I love it. So today we've seen Noah Syndergaard sign a one-year deal, uh, rejected the qualifying offer for the New York Mets. Boy, the Mets, we got a lot to unpack with the New York Mets as well. Um, he signed for $22 million. He turned down $18 million. He's got a two, roughly a $2.3 million extension. Um, what's your thoughts on that deal? My opinion is they did overpay only because don't like he just can't stay healthy, and when he does, granted he is effective, but at the same time, even for a guy that throws for high velocity, he can still have bad starts. Granted, I know any starter can, but at the same time, you're looking at a guy that. Is a bit confusing sometimes. Like he, I don't know. He can be dominant, but you just look at what the Angels paid him. Isn't he, is he really worth twenty one million? No, he's more in the lane of like exactly what the qualifying offer was. Really, if not, maybe a little less. Like maybe maybe if he proved himself after like a one year deal. Then go out for 21 mil, probably like for, you know, a multi-year contract. But at this point in time, I I don't think he's really worth it, especially going to a division where, you know, a lot of good hitters are at. Like, you know, like not, not top of that, that division is just getting better. At like, And I should know because two of my favorite teams are in there. And on top of that, you know, uh, I mean, we'll, we'll dig more into it. But a lot of key free agents are rumored to be uh, – Aim towards this team as well. So, I mean, 
I'll be a bit have, worried if I was in Those are not viewing us is the Texas Rangers. He is a, is a Texas native. Just to give a little a big insider for those listening to us on the mm-hmm. podcast, um, he was a, a Houston fan, uh, all in all Texas fan, Texas Rangers, Houston Astros, and uh, a lot of rumors going to the Rangers. Go ahead, Heel. Sorry to interrupt. We'll get Z right in there real quick in a minute. Yeah, that's pretty much all I got to say. It's pretty much, let's just see where this goes. It, it might not be worth it. All right. Uh, Z. You got the floor. Tell us about the Noah Syndergaard. If you heard, if you if you haven't heard, he signed. He he turned down the eighteen million dollar qualifying offer, and he took a twenty two million dollar one year deal. Now I'm thinking if he was going to turn down that two year deal, uh, one year deal was going to get a multi year. But let me hear your fact. Your I'm interested in your comments on that. Well, for the Angels who are in desperate need of pitching, I mean they always have been. They have some talented position players in Rendon and Trout and Upton even. Even though Upton's passed his prime a little bit, he's still uh, competitive in Shohei Otani. I think they just need to make him a hitter. So in order to do that, they need to bolster the pitching. And considering the options out there, they weren't going to give Barrios a long deal. Um, they weren't going to you know, go after those guys. So they go after a center guard who, if healthy, can really bring a lot to this Angels team. Um, but like he'll said, he's never healthy. So... I don't think it. I don't think it moves the needle for the Angels. But if he stays healthy, look out. It could. It could. It could be a piece that they've been missing. They still need another starter or two, and they need bullpen depth and and a, and a surefire closer. So it doesn't solve all the issues, but it shows that the Angels are finally putting effort into the needs of the team that the fans have been screaming out about for years. Yeah, excellent, excellent take on that, Z. My take is with Norris Syndergaard. I think the Mets got issues. I know they named the uh, general. Uh, Supposedly, um, general manager after seven, you know, after seven attempts, you know, such a long time here. The season ended roughly almost what a month and a half ago, and the season actually no, the the season almost ended two months ago, but the World Series about a month ago, and uh, you know, after seven attempts, you get uh, Epple uh, from the former the the former Yankee uh, assistant to to and also the general manager of the of the Angels. He looks like he's going to take the job now. What it puzzles me. He dropped. He did not go to the Mets. Although saying he wanted to come to the Mets, the Mets have some issues. There's a. It seems like there's a disconnect between ownership, um, players. They can't get a, a general manager right. They haven't even had a manager, a manager in place either. Um, Sandy Alderson is he going to stay as team president? Not staying as team president. I mean, the Mets. We could spend a whole forty-five to an hour just talking on the New York Mets, which I want to do later on. But boy, um. For Met fans, I was listening to WFAN New York today when the news broke out for Zindercard. You had mixed reaction, mixed bag with the Met fans. Um, not that the money-wise, uh, because Steve Cohen was supposed to come in here with a, with a lucrative um, payroll and making money and bank and, and not outdone, especially Marty Moreno, who had some thoughts, some negative thoughts against uh, the the uh, the sell of of Steve Cohen to the Mets and you thought they'll have a rivalry and so forth. And he, right now, Artie Moreno, I'll bid you. He, he, he actually got into his pocket, took, took Syndergaard, which I know everyone says not a big deal. And Syndergaard hasn't been healthy with the New York Mets, you know, but one thing, a lot of Mets fans I heard in WFAN in New York and the, and the feedback, this could be another Zach Wheeler situation again. And they're afraid we, 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 we got new ownership because we didn't want to pay Zeke Wheeler for those who don't know, the, the Mets had had these pitchers. 
Wheeler, they chose not to offer him money. He came out of a Tommy John and look at him now in Philadelphia. So my thoughts on here, what you think of, of the Mets reaction or the fans reaction to Syndergaard? I know your, th your thoughts on Syndergaard going in the heat to the Angels, but as a Met perspective, trying to, I know you're not a Met fan, but try to put yourself in that perspective. I think he'll froze a little. Yeah, I think he'll froze. Z, are you there? Z oh, let me see. Yep. Yes, okay. sir. Oh, okay. he's back. Okay, go ahead, Z. Let me give you a perspective while he'll get his situation going. So, if I'm a Mets fan, you know, Syndergaard was dominant when he was healthy as a Met. You know what I'm saying? So, it's you can't fault a player for injuries. I mean, yeah, you know, it, it sucks and you want him to be out there, but he's obviously trying his best to stay healthy. You can't knock him for that. You can't knock him for wanting a little bit more money on a prove-it one-year deal to uh, see what he's got. But um, the, the Mets have issues past Noah Syndergaard. They have to figure out, you know, the Francisco Lindor situa situation because that failed miserably. And now they got a hold of Phil. I mean, their pitching wasn't the greatest to begin with. Stroman's underperformed as since he was been brought to the Mets. Um, you know, Degrom's played well, but he hasn't gotten run support when he when he's pitched. So you, there's a lot of issues with the Mets. I think you know the Dell and Patanta signing was horrible. Um, they just they just have to make the right moves. And I I I think part of it was. They're looking at center guard and they're saying, okay, he's always injury prone. What can you do for us, you know, up past a good start every once in a while? You're always hurt. Um, let's go out there and use that money for a pitcher that can at least be available. He might not be the pitcher center guard is, but he can give you a solid five to six innings every five days. You know what I mean? Every week he's going to be there. They're looking for more dependability, I think, in the rotation. Okay. Well, well let's see. Heal. Let's see if you're back in, back in full effect. Can you hear me now? Yes, we're we're good to go. We're live in color. Okay, uh, so like you said, we can spend uh, forever talking about the Mets, and in, in a weird way, it, it's sort of like the Yankee situation, but but in my opinion, worse. Only because the, it seems like there's a lot more problems than just. Like like you said, there, there's a there's a disconnect. It seems like between everybody and, and on and on paper, this team should have probably won the World Series multiple times. Uh, I mean, at one point they arguably had the best pitching staff in all of baseball with Syndergaard, Degrom, Mats, you know, um, Wheeler. Wheeler, yeah. I mean. This team had the potential to just be a, a freaking dynasty in New York, and then they just fell apart. And then on top of that, they had they were building something special with you know Conforto, and then they brought in JD Davis from us, you know, in Houston, and then and then they had uh, Ahmed uh, uh, Rosario, who, who it's not anything big, but it's still a solid player. And then they brought in Cano and a trainer like that. They, they just can't seem, for some reason, to find that chemistry. You know, there's certain teams you watch and they just click. The Mets don't have that team that just clicks. And it's so frustrating, especially if you're a fan of them. And and no, and no, it, 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 just, it just makes you want to see DeGrom go somewhere else. You know what I mean? And... 
Yeah, it's just it's just frustrating. That's one way to put it. It's just frustrating. Yeah, I, I don't see uh, Jacob Pecan leaving the Mets anytime soon. But um, what you meant, that what you said there. Um, before I got breaking news, uh, we have we have the American the National League um, M, uh, Manager of the Year, Kapler. Gabe Kapler wins. The I was going to say that. Yeah. Yeah, he wins the National League of Amer uh, Manager of the Year, his first win there. So salute to the San Francisco Giants manager, Gabe Kapler. I'm winning the the major league uh, manager of the year, so salute to them there. And, and what a good job there the Giants had, um, despite you know falling short in the playoffs. But what a phenomenal job! No one's expecting to win over 100 plus games, let alone uh, you know not even have a winning season. They thought they were going to be bottom of the barrel there, and not only that, they won 100 104 games to be exact in the regular season. Salute to you for winning that um, award. And the American League award will be be announced while we are on the air once we get. No, we'll let you know um, that. So salute to everyone in the podcast. So keep hitting those thumbs up and like. So let's get back to the with the New York Mets there. The Mets got a lot of decisions. You know, I guess we jump from the from from Senegal. We'll stay on the Mets. You know, you they you you got you got a Conforto free agent. You have a lot of uh, a lot of uncertainties. You you know, uh, bias. Will they bring bias back? Uh, you know, what kind of style the Mets want to play? Uh, like you said, they need a center fielder. There's a lot of holes there. It'll be interesting to see um, down the down the line what the Mets do. Um, Zach, if you were the Mets GM right now, which that job is still available, even though they they they, they named an interim or they they rumors of, of of someone in place, what would you what would your target be? Um, you have a list of free agents in here. Um, what let, let me put you in the GM seat. Um, you know, there's there's first off, I'm looking at um, you know, I'm looking at a. Uh, just, just Marcus. I'm looking at Marcus Stroman. I'm trying. I'm trying to move him because he's just been a disaster ever since he was traded from Toronto. Um, he's a free agent, by the I'm, way. Yeah. Or I'm, I mean, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm looking at whether I'm retaining him or not. My apologies. Um, you know, Javi Baez. I'm, I'm definitely thinking hard about signing him back, even though um, there's there was chemistry issues with him and Lindor. Who was going to play short? Who was going to play second? He actually performed a lot better than Lindor did. So. Um, I'm looking. I'm looking at Michael Conforto, considering they have outfield issues. I'm looking at bringing him back. Um, possibly, possibly looking at a center fielder. I'm not. I know the Marte went to the Athletics, but maybe looking at a deal for him, um, just to bring in another veteran guy, some speed. You know, a good center fielder who can, who can more. The more veterans they bring in, the the better. Hopefully, better that locker room will be. Um, you don't want to bring in a lot of young rookies or young guys. Um, you know, you need veteran leadership on this team's number one thing. So, you know, how do they get that? Um, I, I don't, I don't see a whole lot of, uh, as far as the free agents go across the bottom, I don't see a whole lot of things, people that really solve um, their issues because they need a lot of locker room presence. And I don't really see a whole lot of guys down there that are going to provide it at a reasonable price or that are, they can really get. I'm looking at Starling Marte or Nick Castellanos. Um, okay. Just, because because they need outfield help and I'm throwing a, a lot of money at Clayton Kershaw or you know a starting pitcher because they need to replace Syndergaard they need to get that rotation back to what it once was um you know and Marcus Stroman isn't cutting it well not bad to heal um before we move on from the New York Mets let me give you the general manager captain and, and oh you think it's gonna maybe and maybe it's gonna be take it's gonna be multiple season to get them going but you know because what's your thoughts on that Honestly, the way I look at it is, um, 
I'm probably starting with the bullpen, and then I'm working my way up. And then if, in the next few years, if you're not contending, you have to rebuild. Wow. Not a lot of words that the Mets fans want to hear. Oh, yeah. I yep. agree with Yeah. Wow. It, and it, also, it, you it's the truth, though. You don't see any bullpen arms there that are that are going to fix their issues, do you? Well, bull, bullpen is from year to year. That's like hit or miss. Um, you know, I I, I I could find the – while you guys go ahead and elaborate on your thoughts, I'll find you the, the bullpen free agents. Uh, they, there's a couple of uh, good ones on the market, but, um, but yeah, like I, I, if you ever watch the postseason, like especially this year, championships are built from rotation to bullpen. Like they really are. So you got to find a way to build that bullpen in uh, New York with the Mets and then find a way to work on your starters. Cause you can trade for a starter and, um, you know, as long as you have a good one, two, and three punch, you can trade for then a few more starters. Um, and as long as you have an offense that could put up at least maybe three to five runs a game, you're you're pretty okay. Um, and you have a chance to win your championship. It's just a matter of having the bullpen to shut the opposing team down, as we've seen in past, you know, uh, World Series chases and whatnot. So if you, if you can't build this whole bullpen and build an offense that put up at least three to five runs a game, then yeah, it's time to rebuild because Comfort was already a free agent. He was your last like hope. I I got no Mets fans can argue about Pete Alonso, but you know, I, I mean, but Pete Alonso is like, I mean, does he really want to stay in New York? That's the question. I'm not trying to say this to be like negative or anything like that. That's the huge question. Does does he want to stay with the Mets long term? Because let me tell you, first baseman, they become free agents, they get paid. Like look at the biggest yeah. free agents, they get paid. Like Miguel Cabrera, you know, Jason Giavi at the time in the early two thousands, you know, Mark Ortiz and yeah, like they yeah they get paid. So hey, and Peter Alonso, two time home run derby champion, you know, yeah. To build off of that, so you have a lot of issues as the Mets, right? You have a lot of issues. You need a lot of help, and you you see a let's say you see an uh, Anthony Rizzo there that had a down year might might be affordable as a free agent. Do you look right. at dealing Alonzo for bullpen arms for a center fielder for a blockbuster trade because he's probably your best tradable asset? And not only that, not only that, Z, I'm glad you, you can do that. that. Yeah, yeah, you could do that because you could actually go to Tampa because he is from Tampa, uh, Tampa native. Um, he, he's still not, he's, I don't think he's even close to arbitration already yet. You know, he's under control, and you could actually swing a deal there. Good, good call there. Zeal, I think he's thought? under control till 2025. But you still have three more years yeah, of control, he, Alonzo. A smart trade might be Peter Alonzo to the Angels for like Jared Walsh. Or something like that. You're gonna need like more than the Jared two main guys. If you can hear me. Yeah. No, you're gonna need more than that, dude. Yeah, you're gonna need more yeah, than Jared. Walsh. Obviously, more than Jared Walsh, but yeah, yeah. Obviously, you're gonna. But I'm just saying, Jared Walsh is gonna be like the main, you know, piece back. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Got you. Got you. I, like I, Jared I, I, Walsh I, I, and you know, company. Or well, speaking. Of, well, speaking yeah. about first. Speaking about first baseman, since we're on the topic of first baseman. 
Um, a lot of rumor this off season with with Matt Olson. Matt Olson is the is the price uh, tradable. The the Oakland Athletics they're gonna they're they're in the fire sale. You saw Bob Melvin. They allowed their manager to walk to San Diego when they told him the the off season plan. He doesn't want to be there in another rebuild. It looks like they're going to rebuild because uh, pretty soon Olsen will be ready to um, his arbitration year is almost over. His contract is a 27-year-old first baseman, left-handed, a lot of pop in his um, – he's going to command. Uh, uh, not a king's ransom, though, because uh, Oakland is about, to do, is about to either trade him or lose him in free agency because he's about to be due his free agency. So it's not going to take a lot, a lot of prospects to get him. He, and but they also trying Oakland wants to try to move him and Matt Chapman together. You know, personally, if I'm if me being biased, I'm a Yankee fan. I would like to get Matt Olson, but I also would like uh, the left-hander uh, Mojica to come along with it. And if I'm the Yankees. I'll try to exploit that. You know, they they have the most access. It's, and from what I'm heard, it's between the Dodgers and Yankees to try to obtain uh, Matt Olson. What's your thoughts on Z on that? Well, Matt Olson's great, and you know, I, I, I'd actually be happier to get Matt Chapman with that deal because Matt Chapman had a down year last year due to the hip. But if you looked in his last two months, he was hitting 275, and he was on. If they they took his last two months and they and they if they do it over 162 games, he would have had about 48 home runs and 130 RBIs. So he's back to the old Matt Chapman. You know what I mean? He's a he's a he's probably the best fielding third baseman in the game um, as far as just pure glove. And that helps us with our defensive issues because we haven't had the best defense. Um, and, he, and he provides an all-around bat. He's not just a power hitter. Um, you get Matt Olson, who's a good first baseman, like you said. And, and, and the other guy, the other guy that you said, um, I think that's a good deal. It's just who do we give up for him? Right. Before I, before I have an idea, because I have a, uh, a thought on that one there, um, deal. Um, what's your thoughts on that there? I know you have a good trade also in your back of your mind that will help the Yankees, but uh, oh. throw this. if you want, uh, go ahead. You said you want to throw something. No, no, no. We'll throw that later. The one that you mentioned in in the ops in the regular uh, season. Uh, so just oh, okay. okay, man. If you want Chapman and Olsen. Which is basically the base two best players. That's where you're gonna have to throw Jason Dominguez. So you're gonna right, have to be right. you're gonna have to pay the piper. <laughs> yeah, but uh, as far as Matt Olson, just him. Uh, honestly, once I heard that he was probably like up for trade, you know, available to move, and in the back of my head, I was like, honestly, Rizzo is probably gonna cost you guys. Like a decent amount of money, and uh, and on top of that, Melson is cheaper right now, if I remember correctly. Like he, or at least he would be. So I was like, and all in common sense tells you, you guys got Luke Voigt. Apparently, you guys don't like him. So I was like, in the Athletics, need guys that are going to be there for a little bit that are cheaper. So I'm like, it's it's you know, you think Melson be kind of common sense to go to New York and Dodgers. I don't see him going to the Dodgers because they got Max Muncy and they still got a, obviously a stacked team as a whole. And I think New York is just the perfect fit. And I, I'm not even trying to be biased because I'm obviously on the Yankee channel. It's just it makes too much sense for him not to go to New York. And on top of that, 
like 30 bombs, basically gear with that short porch. I mean, if you're in New York, I don't know how you don't like that. I mean, he he's a cheaper option, lefty bat, 30 home runs, basically 100, basically 90 to 100 RBIs a year. On top of that, good defense. On top of that, as a bonus, he can play left or right field if he has to. So, mm. I mean, and you get Matt Chapman. I mean, no, you're not yeah. getting Matt Chapman unless you want to get the farm fund. I mean, literally. <laughs> I just made yeah. a nice proposal. I mean, may, maybe. I mean, yeah. maybe in a separate deal we can talk, talk about that, but not together. No, that's where you paid the piper. Like right, because I said. remember, they, they, this these aren't they. They are one of the right, right. They are a smart team. Billy Bean, you can't please him. Oh. I agree on you on that. Yeah, one. yeah. Um, what what I was gonna yeah. mention was. The, uh, November 19th, this coming uh, three days away, November 19th, is when the Yankees, uh, or not just the Yankees, the MLB has to protect their 40-man roster. Now, the Yankees, they want they, they want to protect certain players certain um, and certain prospects. I think this deal with Matt Olsen, the reason why I said that it's going to get done before that, so they could reset their 40-man roster, protect players, um, bring certain players on. You know, the Yankees are high on Stephen Writing. Uh, uh, um, they, you could see them. They have to make a decision with with if they're gonna keep Andujar, Frazier, those those names. But I think what's gonna take Olsen to get to the, the Yankees, they're gonna Luke Boyce still has three years of arbitration still left. That's like you said, um Hill, they need a player to play now and compete. You put Voight in Oakland there to bring in Chapman because you know they still don't have to pay Voight for another three years. They can always flip him later down the road. Again, uh, I think it's gonna take Oswald uh, or or Abreu. Uh, for the, the right-handed pitcher, and maybe you might have to give up your middle infield if one of Anthony Velo, if they're going to sign their shortstop. Now that also brings to another uh, point there because it's all moving pieces, Zach. Um, before I even go about who is going to who the, um, Cashman wants to bring as a shortstop, what's your thought on that trade to try to get Olsen into the into the Bronx pinstripe? I, I would try to go big blockbuster and try to get the, the Mojiga, the left-hander. And Chapman, or, or or trying to get a young pitcher back as well. If you're the Yankees, um, what's your thoughts? Um, my thoughts is that Olsen is a good is a great baseball player. He, you know, he's a good he's good in the field. He's versatile, just like uh, Heel said. He could play the outfield. Um, short porch, you, you know, a lefty in Yankee Stadium, power bat. That's always going to be a good place to play. But that's not going to move the needle um, because, like like we said. We need more contact. We need more speed. We need we need more small ball. That's not going to really change the dynamic of this team and help us take the next step. Even though he's a nice player, um, and so is it great? Yes, but it's not what we need. Mm, I kind of disagree there with the fact that either you bring Rizzo or you bring Olsen. Um, I think you cannot bring Boyd back. I think that should the same. I agree I that. I don't think you need to. You cannot return. To the new to 2022 with with Boyd at your first baseman, and um, do we trust Lemayhu to be kind of out of position? Played well, but to play out of position at first base. Uh, um, well, well, Kev, let me preface. That's a great move, and I agree with the move. I'm not saying I disagree. What right. I'm saying is it just doesn't move the needle for championship contention for me. Well, that's that's right. I'm, I I see what you mean there, but that's one of your parts there, because now you brought a lefty back or, or you either either Olson or Rizzo. Um, I think Olsen is just a younger Anthony Rizzo right now. Uh, and also the same, you're going to get the same defensive play um, metrics between both players. 
um, you know, a little younger, maybe a little more athletic, although I, I did love the way Rizzo played for the New York Yankees. I am going to be a little biased here um, that I would like to see Rizzo ret um, to return to the Bronx if they don't pull this trade. And, and But now that I was looking at and starting the Yankees, um, they can't protect all their 40 men, and they're going to lose players. So if you're able to trade some of these players that you don't want to really protect in your 40 men who has a little value, who maybe be a number five or number six or number four of, of your prospects, and you want to move in there, include them in a deal, and sweeten the pot to bring them here, I I, I agree with it. Um, but uh, like like he was, I won't give up a Jason Dominguez. Now no way, no way, no way, no how for the first baseman where you could sign on. I would if I were to move a Jason Dominguez, which I don't want the Yankees to, it would be in a pitcher, you know, a young stud pitcher in in, in Bieber. You know, I will go for Shane Bieber, not Justin, and and I'll try and I will move. I think about you know moving him there. So I don't know. I, I it's you know I, I hate to be a little bit all over the place, but we're talking about the first baseman, and you mentioned about impact move for the Yankees to move the needle. Um, now it's a good question. What will move the needle there? Do you want, of course, shortstop? And do you think they need to address the center fielder? I don't trust Hicks to play more than sixty-five games. I don't trust Hicks to play a single inning. I just don't like the guy. He's he's he's. He's a failed number one draft pick. He is a career 220 hitter. He's not fast anymore. He's awfully injured. He's a good glove and has a rocket arm, but he's never healthy. Me, I'm going after Starling Marte, and, uh, and I'm going after Trevor Story. You know, Trevor Story, he's a power bat, yes, but he can do it all. He can hit 270. He can get on base. He can, he can you know, he doesn't run fast, but he moves well, you know, and Starling Marte is a, a base stealer. He gets on base. He, he's a five-tool player. Defense, you know, contact, power, um, speed. You know, he, he, he can do it all, um, even though he's a little older. But, you know, that on a one-year deal, two-year deal, I'm looking at Starling Marte uh, to help bring bring some of that, you know, small ball that we need. And I'm looking at um, possibly possibly a Matt Olson, like you said. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm looking at Trevor Story. That's my shortstop. Okay, you, you, so you like shortstop for uh, story. I, I, I'm torn, um, although there's a lot of, a lot of great options. A lot of okay. good options. I, I, I would like if the Yankees go and give me Olsen and you get and you give me uh, Simmons at shortstop, I'm okay if they want to save a little money there or go with Simmons, a really good defensive shortstop. Well, yeah, uh, you know you how know, I feel about Anthony Simmons. Yeah, I, I wouldn't mind that either. But uh, if I'm if they're saying they're big name hunting, if I'm going for the big name, I was thinking about Seager, but Seager at, at a few years from now is going to have to be moved to third base, you know, because the range situation, you know, and, and I'm looking at, you know, maybe Seager. I, I don't want, I don't want story, although, you know, I, I personally don't want story. I, 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 you know, I would like them to get, actually, I would like them to get career. I, I, one of the few. You know that actually likes Carlos Correa. Uh, with that said, I'm gonna ask Heel. Heel, talk to me about his defensive um, prowess for Correa, Carlos Correa. What is the if the Yankees were to sign him? What do you think they're getting in, in a Carlos Correa? Yes, no problem, Z. They're they're getting a guy that is without a doubt a guy that is arguably the best, if not one of the best defensive shortstops and baseball they're getting a guy that can hit pretty well don't get me wrong he can be inconsistent with his hitting uh and at times he'll even infuriate you but when he's mm. on 
he's on. And, uh, and this is not even come from a bias. You can just look at the stats yourself. He's basically better than half of the Yankees lineup when it comes to hitting. Like, there's, like, besides, like, maybe, like, guys like Aaron Judge. And I guess at times, like, no, I'll say he's better than Stanton at hitting. Um, like, the guy is just unbelievable. He's an unbelievable talent. Uh, and there are times, too, where he can be injury-prone, which is why I even say it on myself when I talk to fellow Astros fans and all that. If he asks for too much money, I'm fine with letting him go because I'd rather focus on a starting rotation in a bullpen and then getting a few pieces here and there because even though there are good things about him that are really, really good, there are he does have some bad things to him where I was like, yeah, really worth that 250 to 300 mil mark worthy? No. I think the Astros are smart for what they're doing, offering around 160. At max, we should offer him 200 mil, and that's if he signs for like six, seven years. That max, because if we go over 200 mil and we will sign him back, I'm not going to lie, I'm going to be a little bit mad because Altuve when he was at his best, didn't even sign for uh, 200 mil. And he's worth more than Correa is. Because Altuve is a postseason beast. He's clutch. He stays healthy. He's more consistent than Correa. And just all he's just better. Uh, and when I see Correa, I just, I, see, I just see a guy that, you know, at times can overrate himself, at least as far as, like, at least – as far as what he wants. So if he leaves to someone like New York or whatever for like over, over 200 mil or so, I'm not going to be sad. If anything, I'll, I'll be sad for Altuve because they're best friends. But I'm not going to be like, man, we should have kept up Korea. I'm, I'm going like, to be like, good. Now we go out there, probably spin, get Marte, which, I, by the way, we actually been rumored to. We talked to his agent, apparently. And on top of that, we can now uh, solve some stuff with the bullpen. They're also focused on the future with Jordan and Tucker. Uh, we can focus on multiple other things. So if Craig wants to leave, I'm fine with it. Now, where it goes is his business. Right, okay. Because well, Speaking of that, so yeah, the Detroit Tigers are rumored to be hot and heavy. Um, they're going to push the narrative and try to get um, Carlos Correa. You know, although they don't, don't underestimate the Yankees play in there yet. Unless they got, you know, they, they want to go left-handed with Seager. Which you know again, they really need that in their in their ballpark, uh, a left-hander, especially who bats from the from the shorts, and and, and a good shortstop, a championship player in, in Corey Seager. Um, you'll be seeing what the Yankees will do at shortstop there. Uh, you also and, and and a downplay, a really one another shortstop under the radar, Simeon. You know from Toronto. You know he had a really nice season for Toronto, although moving oh, to second. Let piece, me just say this. Yeah, go ahead, Hugh. Let me just say this real quick. Correa is indeed a foul mouth, but I will agree. Derek Jeter is an overrated defender. Just because one, just because like a couple plays. But other than that, though, like just he's fan and you sign him, and he does open his mouth too much. Just realize that's what you're getting. Like he's not afraid to voice his opinion, which you should like in New York. I'll just say that. But sorry to interrupt you. Yeah. 
Well, we we had a a, a mouth like that, and his name was Reggie Jackson back in the seventies. Oh. You know, we the Yankees has dealt with that, and 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 to that level, you know, uh, <laughs> you know, hey, oh, if he does sign with the with the New York Yankees, he just has to perform. You know, no matter what, um, you know, you saw another foul mouth that didn't work in New York was uh, Adovito. You know, Adam Adovito cost uh, um, the Red Sox. You know, said he could go in and strike out Babe Ruth. You know, so. You know, when it comes to that, that's just all, high, you know, look at me, you know, um, maybe he doesn't want to play for the Yankees and he uses that. But although they say he bought a home in, in Staten Island, which I, I'm having a hard time believing, why would you buy a home in Staten Island if you're going to play in the Bronx? That that commute is brutal. So, you know, I don't find any truth to that. Um, but that 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 uh, um, truth to the matter, they bought a house in Staten Island. He was also at the UFC fight. Um, you know, pictures were all, all over the Internet at him at New York. You know, clean shaven, by the way, you know, which is a staple of the New York Yankees. But I don't think that's going to happen either, because even if he, he, he you know, if, it, if I understand he was going to announce a press conference and be and meet with the media and he was clean shaven, then I believe it. But I think that's all hypothetical. I think he just personally, I think Correa is using the Yankees to try to up money. I don't think he has any intentions of signing in New York. Um, I would like Carlos Correa personally, but um, I think the Yankees, uh, unfortunately, I think he's going to end up with Seager or... I don't want story, but it could be story. Uh, it could be Seager. Um, who knows with that there, with that said, with that. Or, you know, don't even, uh, Dark Horse there, depending on the money, super cheap, is Javi Baez. You know, for the Yankees, the reason why I say Javi Baez, because he, he, he kind of, the Mets and him didn't, you know, I think, although I think Lador's going to try whatever it takes to get him back on the Mets, but I can see him signing with the Yankees on a, on a not on a discount, not on a super, super discount, but on a, a short-term deal, um, high money for short-term, just to stick it to the Mets, and, and you know, just to stick and still be in New York, making still his money. And Bias, gonna, gonna yeah, go ahead, see you. I got a question for you though. If he's some bias, who is really sticking it to who though? Because bias has declined, like the past, like at least the, at the very least the last season. Like if you real if you really sign him, like who's really sticking it to who though? Do you want to? Do you really want another inconsistent bat in that lineup? To, no, you know, no. be like Arr, TV out again. <laughs> no. Yeah, that's, that's, that's like having Glaber Torres again. Yeah, yeah, it's putting Glaber Torres back at shortstop again. Um, personally, it's time for the Yankees to get yeah. the um, You know, they the the glory days of the champion days. If you're a Yankee fan, was. They're up the middle defense. No matter how much you say Jeter wasn't a gold glover or not, but he was consistent. He was there every night when you penciled the lineup for the New York Yankees in the 90s dynasty. It was always Jeter, Bernie, or either Girardi, Persada, and you had a, you had yourself a decent second baseman. You the Yankees were strong up the middle no matter what you said, and 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 and, and night in night out you always had a consistent lineup. Um, I understand that these new metrics and this analytics you gotta change the lineup, keep guys fresh, and so forth. But those teams in the, in the past, you always knew who was coming at, and what, who played where. And, and the Yankees right now has questions in center field, if you ask me. Um, they don't know who's their shortstop. Although second base looks like it's been solved with, with Gleyber Torres for now. I think Gleyber Torres is going to play good second base. I think he's a, uh, I think he'll be borderline all-star next year at second base. Um, and then it, it, it leads the Yankees to think about a catcher. You know, um, right now, if you ask me, I think it's 50-50 um, coin, coin toss if Gary Sanchez returns as to the New York Yankees.
Kilo's got having technical difficulties a little bit. Yep. So I, I think the Yankees are going to explore and kick the tires to see if they could upgrade and catch her. Um, I think, you know, they're going to uh, tires, but it wouldn't surprise me if I see. Um, there you go. He's back. Okay. So I think, what do you think the Yankees? You think that they, I think 50 50 on, on, on uh, Gary Sanchez returning behind the plate. Heels uh, has, has technical problems. Um, let's see. Hopefully, he gets his technical issues resolved. Um, I'm looking at a few names for the Yankees to try to put put a trade for a catcher behind the plate. Um, I know Z had to step out for a moment. Uh, say again, Heel. Oh, I thought you were asking me something real quick. Oh, I asked you, what are the chances the Yankees, uh, I say 50-50 for Gary Sanchez returning as catcher for the Yankee for the Yankees this upcoming season. Yeah, uh, uh, it is a 50-50. And from the Yankees, uh, with, the, with the trade I said, like, well, you know, even if they don't do that, they really do need to go get a catcher. Like, because uh, I was the Yankee fans of Kyle Gichioka because they can't throw out runs. But he's good at framing and he's good at saving runs. But obviously they don't like him because obviously he can't throw out runners and he can't really hit. But people like Gary because, well, he, he hits with power, but he just can't hit consistently. But man, oh man, he, <laughs> is he funny to watch defensively? I, I agree. Uh, one name that I was it's like, here, one name that... you need a, at least a good defensive catcher. One name that I was thinking, because uh, the uh, and I said maybe two, actually two catchers. One catcher I would like to see if the Yankees will try, what it will take. I won't give up too much of a hole either. Is uh, Jacob Starling from the Pirates? I, I I really like Jacob Starling. I think he's a young, you know, not too young. I think in the, in, in the mid late, tw- I mean, excuse me, late twenties, early thirties. Um, Jay, you know, he's a really good catcher for for the Pirates. You could package him with some young players. You know, it's Pittsburgh. You bring him over to New York, who's, who's a, who could throw runners out. Um, you know, he's a six foot five catcher. You know, who who really blocks the ball well. Um, what's your? Um, have you known too much about Stalling, or, or do you think um, not enough to, unknown to give an opinion? Or what's your thought? From my understanding, Stalling isn't known to throw out runners, so I think he would probably. Uh, making my make you guys mad at him in the running game, but he is good defensively still. And on top of that, he does have a decent bat, so he's definitely an upgrade though. Either way, so you guys could trade for him actually, but he's gonna cost a, a, a pretty penny, so to speak, uh, for the Pirates. So yeah, I was think I was yeah, I was thinking about another, that. another guy yeah. that actually would really like really. Yeah, you guys should go should go after Brian Reynolds though too, if I'm being honest. Okay. That's another name I didn't think about there. Um, also, I was still, I, um, I know I know Z would have said, um, you know, he he likes this. Uh, he was been mentioning it for a while. Um, we could try to try to try to um, see if if, but I I think it's so difficult to trade within your own. Um, in doing your own uh, division is uh, Sorian, uh, Sororino from from Baltimore, from the catcher. Um, 
I don't know if they would like to trade with the Yankees on there and, and give up their catcher. Even though they got their young stud catcher coming up there, um, I wish uh, Z had to step out for a moment, but he he he's been calling on this for a while now um, and mentioning it. Uh, you know, Soriano from Baltimore, in another guy from the division, a good catcher, um, really good, uh, a fresh start in New York. Maybe that's another name there. You know, you 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 know. I don't know. What's your thoughts on that one? As Heel continues to have a little bit of difficulties there. So that's another uh, another opportunity for them to have a catcher there. Um, we shall see there. The, the There's a lot. The Yankees need to upgrade on the catcher position. Um, we shall see there. You know, Yankee fans are had enough with gary sanchez experiment some of them do about i think the yankee fans are 70 percent done with sanchez 30 percent for it i can hear you now bear with this folks uh um he was having a little technical difficulties there in his in his ipad um so hopefully we'll get we'll get it up and running this happens when you do live teach you know live Hello? Um, audio we can hear you my friend So he was having issues. Yep, he will be back. He having some issues. So I'll continue here. So for the New York Yankees, we see there uh, the wish list. You know, uh, Loisica. I think Joe. I think uh, the Steinbrenner family is going to open up their boat, their wallets to this year. Remember, next year you're gonna you're going to lose. The, well, actually, you're not going to lose. You're going to get off the off the books. Aroldis Chapman, uh, Zach Britton. You know, there's going to be some money coming off there. Although you still got to pay Judge. You know, um, you're going to get into arbitration years with Torres and so forth. But I think the Yankees are going to go over the, the uh, luxury tax. Also, there's going to be a CBA. We don't know what the new CBA is going to come up um, December 2nd. If there, that there is going to be a lockout, folks. I hate to say it. I don't want to be a bearer of bad news. I think the MLB is going to go to some lockout. How long the lockout's going to be, how long the neg labor negotiations are going to be, who knows. That's why you're going to see a lot of action, a lot of Petra of movement, of signing. And so forth. I think the Knicks. Uh, excuse me. I, look at that. I'm talking about the um, the Yankees are going to move some men here before the 40 man roster um, needs to be protected on the 19th. And I think uh, you're going to see that trade for Olsen come down pretty quickly, pretty soon. Um, we already see some moves in in MLB as well. As I bring Heel back in, let's see. Hope to Heel. We can hear you, buddy. Yeah. Sorry. I'm gonna try something while I'm on the phone. Okay. Cool. No problem. So, so when we were talking about that, the MLB might be going on a, a work stoppage on the, the in December second. Um, that you know they, they might be locked out. Hopefully, it's not a lengthy work stoppage. Um, you know we'll see how both sides negotiate. We'll definitely might see the ending of the uh, uh, the the ending of the pitcher batting in the National League. I think that's one of the things on the table. I think the Universal DH is coming, uh, and I think there's gonna you know it's gonna be a hard negotiation. Hopefully, they don't put a hard cap. Uh, we'll see what the luxury tax might might be able to reach. I wonder if they're going to put an amnesty clause in it for some players, for some teams, or so forth. Um, it'll be interesting to see. Um, heal. It it will, and I do think the universal DH is going to uh, come mainly because of uh, Shohei Otani. I think a lot. I I think they are going to think that that's where the money is at. And granted, I agree with them. So. Um, Get ready for like um, 
just this huge spur of like probably like two A players to come in the future. Hmm. Uh, so yeah, um, I think baseball is in for like a nice like rude awakening. Rude awakening, I guess you can say. It's a, it's gonna be a good one though. I think. Do you think there's gonna be a salary cap? Oh, I don't think so. Thank God. I don't think so. I think, because um, I think that uh, number one, they don't want to do it because they realize how so many players are already being paid so much money, and that would cause like a strike, maybe. And right. also number two, uh, for the fans, I think they like it. The I think they realize fans like it when teams basically just like you know put all their chips in one bag. Like teams, I should say, not you know. It's right, just like you see, fun. Right, like you see the, the the San Diego Padres went all in last season. Wow. Yeah, that didn't end well. I know it didn't end well, but they 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 went all in. They they went big game hunting. They they you know not all not all not all big team hunting wins. Look at the Braves um, example. The, the Astros, um, back in a few years, they developed a farm system. I think you need to sprinkle a little bit of both. You know, the Dodgers, you know, even though they say they spend the most money, which they have, but when they won, um, but they also have some of the young guys there, you know, Koshaw, you know, you know, they, they sprinkle in. But when you have money, it, it allows you to bring players over that make the hefty contract from those teams that are looking for financial relief. And, and that's what allows you to win. That's why the cap, personally, I hope there is none because it, I think it, like you said, it 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 it, it motivates. Um, and I think the fan base likes it. I, no matter how much you tell me, they don't. You know, I know it stinks for uh, St. Um, teams out in the Midwest and Missouri as well. You know, the athletics, the athletics. You know, once again, they're gonna look. They're gonna go on a fire sale and rebuild it because the owner don't want to spend money. You know, the owner wants public funding for his stadium. He has a very um, old, anemic stadium in the Coliseum, very old, antiquated. Um, and I heard he, uh, and he's like the one, the eighth richest owner in all sports. What are you doing? Um, he, this is the problem. He doesn't want to spend the money. So if you don't want to spend the money, then you know what? You know, don't we? Why should why should why should teams force you to? Why should um, they should teams force you to? Uh, you know, don't want to spend, don't want to spend. Our team shouldn't shouldn't share your revenue. Then if you're not investing, it, it's in everything in life. If you don't invest. Money or, or time or, or work ethic, you're not gonna you're not gonna reap what you sow. True. Uh, at the end of the day, if you want to win the whole thing, you got to be able to spend money. Yeah, yeah. It's it's rare when those teams look at Tampa. You know, as great as Tampa Bay has been for so long, and you know, you know, they do with smoke and mirrors and payroll and so forth. But how many World Series they won, Hugh? They won none. Exactly. Because they got you still gotta invest a little bit of money. You're telling me that Tampa, you guys cannot invest, you know, although I gotta give them credit, hats off. They went and got they made some moves this this season. They got Nelson Cruz. They did a few moves there. They didn't really sell off them well, though it's gonna be interesting to see now in this offseason if they're gonna trade off another player and, and try to get more younger, more pieces. That's why, you know, um, I was talking about Alonzo might make a, a, a smart move, you know, and try to get some maybe glass now, you know, or Someone, you know, because Glass now is coming off an injury and so forth, or whatever the case, you know, I'm not saying that move exactly, but something similar to that with, with you know, who, 
with with the Tampa Bay Rays. They want to be clever. They want to use analytics. They want to use you know, uh, you know, trade players at a certain time. But it'll be interesting to see there. Now, yeah. now, now, I just sorry to interrupt you. I just heard right now um, from John Heyman. Uh, you know, uh, tweeted out that the Angels are interested in a big arm short term, and they're, they're gonna they're on the Justin Verlander sweepstakes. You know, we know Verlander um, turned down the Astros 18.4 million qualifier. Um, you know, and and he turned it down, and by and it's, it's scheduled for tomorrow's deadline, and he said no to it. So it's gonna be interesting to see if where Verlander ends up. What? Is, uh, he, you know, they say his arm is stronger. Usually, a lot of guys after that Tommy John get stronger, but it makes you wonder. He is an older, an older pitcher, or um, you know, north of thirty. What do you think? You know, after Tommy John, how is he going to re- rebound? Um, he could be a Frank Tanana coming back, or, or what's the case there? What's your thoughts? Um, Justin Verlander has always been a weird case throughout his career. He's the type of guy that. Literally, uh, as we all saw, like, he can end up at the beginning of the game throwing, like, 93, 95, and all of a sudden at the end of it being throwing, like, 99. It, it's, it's so weird. So, from an Astros perspective, of course, I want him back. He's actually okay. pretty much the only player I, I would say I want back, like, Obviously, I've said before I would like Correa back, but for the right price and for the right, right amount of years. Zach Greinke, I'll be honest with you, I'm iffy on. But just Freelander is like the only player I really want back. And um, and um, where he's going to go, I mean, if if the Angels do sign him, I mean... That's really smart, but here's what I don't get. If, if like you're, if I'm an Angels fan, this is really bittersweet because on one hand you're finally getting pitching, but you're only getting it for one year. <laughs> so it's like, um, is Shohei really getting help, or what's going on here? I mean, because like let's say. Let's say these uh, these guys you picked up, like somehow they, they have an amazing season, both both Verlander and Syndergaard. Are you yes. just gonna like? Uh, are you sure that they're not just gonna walk away? You you gonna make a point there, or do or if the Angels are trying to flip them, put them in there, Joe Madden gets something out of them, they they get you know. Let's but, say they're they yeah go ahead you. But that's dumb, though. You got a really good offensive team. How would you flip them? I agree, but I mean, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just trying to throw out a, a hypothetical. I, I, I don't know what the Angels are thinking, you know, because in the past, all their moves never really pan out. You know, they, they just throw a lot of money to players, to the wrong players, or that don't, you know, and it just does a head scratching move. I don't know. It's because if it's the lifestyle out in Southern California. That you know, people go with a different mindset. They get out there, but look at the Dodgers, though. You can't use that as an example because the Dodgers has been the you know staple of winning baseball. Well, granted, they only have one World Series, though. But they, but you know, when you pencil them, they're perimeter favorites um, year after year because of, of you know that the team they put around and the folks they get. Um, 
And I don't know. It, it, it looks like the Anaheim Angels are the Mets of the West Coast when it comes to the Yankees and, um, and Dodgers. And you got the Mets and Angels. Um, uh, if you if you want to make a similar um, parallel comparison there. Yeah, it's just it's like I don't understand these moves because on one hand they're smart. On the other hand, they're really not. It's, it's just, I don't know. The Angels are just a weird team to me. They really yeah, are. I don't really yeah. understand none of their moves. Yeah, it, it doesn't make it doesn't. We'll be interesting to see there, but you know what? We meant we we forgot to mention, and we're going to wrap up and then shortly. Um, one other one other move and note that happened while we were here that we found out that the Blue Jays they inked the burials to an extension. Um, they agree on a seven years, one hundred and thirty-one million dollar um extension. You um, what's your thoughts on that one? That was a pretty good signing for Toronto, if you ask me. It's it's simply really smart and so far. Far probably the best signing of of the season so far. Yeah, he's been he played for the he 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 was acquired in the middle of the trade. He pitched well for them. Um, you know, Toronto up and coming team. You know that the you know the offense around them, the young players. You know they still have control with their best of their players. And if they you know three years from now on that seven year deal, you could. That you could trade them, the tradable, the move might be, you know, you could package and so forth. And, you know, it's a movable contract, a good deal for the Toronto Blue Jays inking him. Uh, you know, I hate to see him in the American League East, but, you know, it is what it is. Um, but also the American League East, speaking about the American League, it got a little weaker too, um, you know. We saw uh, one of the first moves, uh, left-hander Eduardo Rodriguez signed with the Detroit Tigers. You know, agreed for a five-year deal around $77 million to $80 million. Um Wow, I was surprised he left the Boston Red Sox. Um, you know, Blue Jay, uh, excuse me, the, the Tigers want pitching. They want they they got AJ Hinch in there. You know, they want they played a little feisty. They took a little bit of the uh, makeup of their manager and someone who knows how to build a team with young talent and and patience is AJ Hinch. What's your thoughts on that move? Well, this works. This works for and against the AL. Uh, East, but at the same time, obviously, it's a big compliment to the Tigers because uh, the Tigers need all the help they can get. <laughs> uh, but um, as for the Red Sox, I mean, this is this just uh, opens up a lot more money for them to work with. So uh, I guess from a Yankee perspective, you're like, okay, they lost the uh, the good piece, but now what are they going to spend that money on? Now I'm kind of a little bit worried, but. Hopefully they don't do nothing with it. You're absolutely right. No. I got, uh, yeah. I got break. It goes You know, for Yankee. Right. Go I got breaking news. Kevin Cash awarded the American League Manager of the Year. So Kevin Cash and Gabe Cade Kapler both win the honors for National American League. So you guys, salute to you guys there. And salute for you guys. Um, absolutely, well, job well done for both managers. Yeah, I still think a part of me still think it should have been Scott's service, but you can you can give it to Kevin Cash uh, too. Yeah, even Dusty Baker. You know, I I'll know say the, this. Kevin Cash. I know that, that, yeah. Yes. Go ahead, you.
I'll say this: Kevin Cash is easily the best manager, like in the, the AL East. Like, imagine if he was the manager of the Yankees. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, yeah. I, I agree. I I thought I thought the Mets were gonna try to, um, you know, send some draft picks and try to bring him there. Now that they had uh, Cohen, um, you know, trying to pay the manager money, and, and I thought the Mets were gonna be a play for for Kevin Cash. Um, be honest with you, you know, trying to bring him there, but I guess not. You know. Uh, we we still don't know who, the, who in the world is going to manage the New York Mets. It's it's crazy. Um, but salute to those men for winning the, the American League and National League Manager of the Years. That was a very good. And I guess the Cy Young will be announced tomorrow. You got Cole as a finalist, Lance Lynn, and uh, if I'm not mistaken, Robbie Ray. I think Ray wins that Cy Young Award, Gil. Yeah. It's either Robbie Ray or Gary Cole. Like uh, I saw this, uh, I I saw this one other YouTuber, and I agree with him. Is like the whole thing that's for sure deal is Lance Lynn. You're gonna finish third. <laughs> I was like, I found that funny. <laughs> you know, Lance Lynn, <laughs> yeah. he, was, he, he was very good until that August stretch. And and yeah, I did, but he's there, Carl. and and Cole Ray. Uh, though I'm a Yankee fan, I don't see it. Cole wins the Cy Young. I don't think he deserved it. Um, especially this last two starts in, in September, late September, and that wild card. Uh, I, I don't think he deserves it. I, I, I wouldn't mind, you know, Robbie, because oh, you say, well, Robbie Ray didn't take his team into the world, into the playoffs, at least to the wild card game. You're absolutely right. Robbie Ray did um, win in the game, one of the biggest games. Of the season, he didn't pitch well. It was against the Yankees that we did the watch along here when the Yankees scored and, and beat up on him. Um, so it's a toss-up um, heel, but I, I think I, I, I will just give it, squeak it out to Robbie Ray. Um, uh, you know, especially you know, I think writers will, will go Robbie Ray, especially he's a free agent. So I think they'll for some reason they, I guess, writers want to have chaos and they want to write. Um, and, and just by giving Robbie Ray the, the Cy Young Award and the free agency, they can have a lot of suitors for it because he just won a Cy Young Award, and some team will try to overpay for Robbie Ray. I'm just, you know, be cynical on my thought. Yeah, I mean, all I'm going to say is it's either Robbie Ray, Robbie Ray or Garrett Cole. That's all I'm gonna say. Like, if Lance <laughs> Lynn wins, then uh, I'll uh, I I I don't know. I have to. I you know what? I have to pitch the to Aaron Judge on opening day to start the start the season. How about that? And that's not gonna end well. Cause <laughs> I so I'm no pro. <laughs> oh, that'd be some crazy stuff. Cause we had a we <laughs> traded for Lance Lynn, and he wasn't not. And we seen him, and he was not good that year in New York. He's, and tell me, talk about a guy that can't pitch in the, in the bright lights of New York is Lance Lynn. He was not good, you know. So we shall see there. Um, well, I know there'll be some more interesting stuff. We'll probably do another podcast soon. We just wanted to make a short one, just a little bit, just, um, you know, what we call shooting the breeze, just we'll talk about a little baseball. We'll have more, you know, we just wanted to test run it and, and – and, Run it out there. If you guys are listening, please join us and listen to us here on Spotify, um, um, Beanpod, uh, Buzzsprout, uh, anywhere you find your your podcasts. Um, 
Anchor FM, Reason FM, where, 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 everywhere you find your podcast on your app, you know, find uh, as Bronx Force Jedi Network, and the program is called the Bomber Strike Back Podcast. And uh, you know, follow us on YouTube, the, you know, BX Force Jedi Network. Um, you any closing remarks before we end the stream here? Yes. Um, sorry for the technical difficulties. I think I did finally figure out what's wrong and. That's the fact if I go on iPhone, I have to make sure all my other apps are closed and uh, my camera's off. So sorry, you can't see my face. And uh, second off, I actually do think the main target for the Yankees this offseason, besides pitching, should actually be Michael Conforto. Wow. Wow. You're not the first person who thought I'm about that. No, not at Lefty Bat, Yankee Stadium. A decent glove. Um, you Love throw him in left field. Yeah, you throw him in left field there. Not a bad, not bad. Uh, um, you know, it, it's not a bad, not a bad thought there. Heel. Um, you just, you know, that was a good one there. Um, heel before, but I know we teased it. What was? Give us the uh, Cleveland Indian um, trade there. You mentioned in the regular season. Um, I know it might not. It's not gonna happen, but it was a good one in the regular season when you thought about it and, and when you mentioned it. I was excited. I wanted. Waited all our season to try to talk about that one. Okay, Cashman, if you're listening to this somehow, or anyone within the Yankees organization, you know what your fans want and you know what you need. So please do this. Because I know at the end of the season, your fans will like this because at least it will show progress. Trade away Gary Sanchez. Labor Torres and probably someone like Luis Hill or someone like that, you know, even Domingo Herman, just just some some, you know, young pitcher that the that the Yankee uh, sorry, that the Indians would like to the Indians for Shane Bieber and Roberto Perez. because um, obviously you need pitching and obviously Dink fans has just been begging for at least a de- decent catcher for probably uh, over five years since since basically Jorge Posada retired. I'll put it that way. Well, I mean, you guys did sign Brian McCann, but then he got traded here, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, meeting <laughs> or not, that didn't end well. <laughs> hey, we'll keep an eye on that. Um, we'll keep we'll we'll keep our um. Ears to the ground. If we hear anything that gives us enough substance, we'll come back on for another podcast. And I will do it weekly. We'll do a weekly talk MLB um, uh, podcast. Uh, we'll, you know, or, or and then we'll see how the response of um, um, you guys. If overwhelming views, we'll we'll do a live stream. You know, right now we'll do recorded. We'll, we'll you know, due to the fact that there's not that much substance in, in MLB, we'll do the you know, recorded. This is recorded. This was recorded earlier. So we'll bring you know we'll we'll put it on the podcast and if we if we see that there's a lot of viewership and good feedback we'll start going live and, and we'll have question and answers you know myself if you know me from the Bronx Sports Jedi Network from the Return of the Knicks podcast as well as uh, a weekly Combat Sports Weekly with Austin and Chef Dan we like to do live program because we're a heavy chat interaction um, program that we 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 love the chat to interact with us with questions 
We'll try to answer them and, and hear their thoughts and their opinion. Their voice is, is heard here on our program. And, and you know, we'll see how this goes out. It's a test run and see how the uh, the viewership and the support goes. And we'll, we'll do this weekly. We'll do a baseball weekly. We'll, we'll go around and see what news and notes, what rumors, and we'll, we'll continue here. So from myself, as far as uh, BX Sports Jedi Kev, and my main man, Gil, thank you, Zach, for coming on. Um, He'll be, you know, he'll, he'll join us. He just had to run some errands. So, he'll thank you again, my friend. Um, We'll do this again. And, you know, it was just a small introduction. We, we managed to talk about the manager of the year. When we come back, we'll have the Cy Young Awards and maybe some other awards, Gil. That's awesome. All right. So, from me to you, have a good night. May the sports be with you. And we'll see you on the next time, on the next flip. On the on the Bomber Strike Back podcast. So we'll talk to you later, guys. I know.